Hello, everyone. Welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 117. I am PJ. I'm Wookie. You're the only one here, right? <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. We would like to share sure, VR with you. No, not not entirely sure. <laughs> not you, but you. Definitely not you. So, I'm going to do a... Things might get a little crazy. We're going to do an impromptu episode um, due to guest issues. We had guests lined up for night. Stuff happened. We'll have them back when, when things work out. So flying off the cuff. <laughs> so let's yeah, start by. Say. Yeah. <laughs> start by. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if you've tried it, Wookie, but um, our friends um, experience launched yesterday called moon i highly recommend check it out on quest i put a teaser out but yeah if if you have vr that's all i'm going to say go check it out don't even watch a video which is weird for someone to say that made a video if you don't have vr hit me up i'll shoot you a full video but this is one of those things you hop in you have no idea what the fuck's going to happen and it's fucking awesome so i don't want to ruin it so check it out it's by uh, Don't Look Studios. Um, is this Jeff what Stevenson from, from nope. Talk Sorry. Okay. So he was talking about something. He was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Is different? <laughs> and that's what he was talking. Okay. He didn't know what we were talking Because I was like, about. I haven't been. <laughs> okay. But um, I haven't really looked yeah. into it either because like, it's on the list. But... Yep. Jeff Bull Jr., well, the creator will be with us next month to talk about it and other things, but it's awesome. Check it out. So, yeah. Other than uh, kind of going through the recent games I've been playing, um, I don't know if there's anything you want to talk about first or not, but... I talked about the Hobbit Hole a little bit last week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only thing, honestly, I've been doing is feels like I've been cleaning since I got back because we were in the Blue Ridge Mountains doing that and uh, had a couple of ticks on us when we got back. Ooh. So I've been scrubbing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's been through the wash with hot water. Usually it's cold. Like it's just been cleaning. So I don't, I don't, I kind of feel like sit down and it's like, who was I? Who did I used to be? <laughs> yeah. <all> I um, I do thank you for the recommendation. I had never so, heard of a tick key before, so I got one. <laughs> yes, everybody, you don't know. I'm I'm really good at pulling ticks out with tweezers from our younger youth. I haven't <laughs> since I've moved to the south, um, to the Carolinas, and I was in Florida for a while. I don't go hiking. I don't go walking around the woods anymore. There's too many critters that don't get like killed off during the the freeze and the thaw like they do in Wisconsin. <laughs> it's just like brown recluses and black widows. Like everywhere I've worked, it's like you walk out the door and it's like, oh, look, a black widow. Like, what the? My uh, <laughs> people I work with now, like one lady's like, her husband got bit by a cottonmouth, the poisonous ones in the foot and didn't go to the doctor. I'm like, what kind of Superman? <laughs> like his foot was black. 
and he was having trouble breathing and she made him go in and then they're like you need to go to this 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 you know venom uh anti-venom center like now and he's just he just left he said fuck no and he just left and he's fine <laughs> like that's awesome I not that I'm gonna like freak out, but it's like I just don't want to. Yeah, you know, one one person I was, I work with went on a walk. This isn't very far away from where I live now. Black Panther in the little valleys walking in, no joke. Big <laughs> as him, just sitting there in a tree, and it's like, no, I don't want to. So I haven't had to use get a tick off me in a while. I don't know why, because they just they aren't around. But like when I had one like un- under my chin right here, and you see me pointing. It was like right in the scruff. Like there's like two pieces of scruff on dude's chins. You know, it gets darker on the corner. <laughs> Fucking hiding right in there while I'm sleeping. Girlfriend had one right behind her ear. Like they weren't there when we went to bed. And then what the fuck? Um, so any I, money I, missing like, off I your dresser? Grab tweezers. I'm like boom. No. <laughs> Check. <laughs> My daughter's knocked up. Um, no, but it's like you, it's hard to get them out, especially off yourself with the tweezers. Though I was surprised. I was just—it was like it was like go time, like boom. And I know these are little tiny things. If you guys have never had ticks on you or on your dog when they get full and they're gray, when they're full, it's disgusting. These are like uh, makes me want to have a pet costume because <clears throat> they eat ticks and they do a good job. But it, it's just disgusting. But yes, tick key. If you go outside. Um, dog ticks live in like you know knee-high grasses. I've been learning now, and deer ticks give you Lyme disease, which if you don't catch that early, your body's fucked forever. Um, you can rip them off with the tick key. Don't have to get good at the tweezers because you don't have them on you. But I'm like a ninja with those things. Like, bam, right off my chin, and there he was with a piece of my skin on him. And like, oh my god, how'd you so do with those them? two motherfuckers in little like snack Ziploc bags? Just in case we get sick, got to take him to the doctor. They're in our bathroom. zip locked up. All suffocating. I don't care. Usually I let all the bugs outside, but those two are going to die. Um, sorry. Need to go off. I hate ticks. They're so gross. Well, just to that point with the tick key, because we started, you know, now that it's finally not winter here. <laughs> um <laughs> we start biking and kayaking and hiking and stuff. Um, I've never had a problem with ticks lately, thank God, but just in case. Um, good to have, good to know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. I, I do remember like when we were little and our dogs would get them because we always lived in the boonies. Like they'd, they'd, get, they'd get so huge mm-hmm. and gross and they look like little fucking aliens. And even back when I was a kid, like you yeah. just like they're like, so disgusting, you just want to kill them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when you see one that's not eating eating anything or stuck anything, you're like, "What's the big deal?" It's like a little, uh, um, like a the dark watermelon seeds, the black ones, they're the white and black ones. It's like one of those, but half the size. The deer ticks can be the size of like poppy seeds. Yeah, on a poppy seed fucking muffin. Imagine that. And if you don't get it off you in like 36 hours, if it's biting you, you might get Lyme disease and you might not have any symptoms until like five and years later, you get arthritis in your bones. Like, yeah. We have two friends that have shit. gotten Lyme disease that way and they're still dealing with shit. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, do I know no things? Yeah. Brazen and um, anyway. Lily's friend, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, and they're just 
And the word, yeah, when they're not biting you, they don't look like you know, the dog takes, they just look like this little gross thing. But when they're full of blood, they turn into like the size of a, a raisin, they're a little bigger, but they're gray and they just have their legs sticking off and on. They're just like, yeah, they look blood. like the alien pods with legs and they're gross. <laughs> yeah. And the, the biggest one I saw was on one of our dogs once, and it just was like lumpy and weird, and its legs were just off at like odd angles. It looked like some out of like that Invader Zim cartoon. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? It um, looks like me after I go to China. Disgusting. I had Chinese tonight and some leftover. I had too much. Yeah, I know what to do. <laughs> Bourbon chicken, I feel like a tick. <laughs> but to segue that to some VR talk, I think we have a little <laughs> delay here. Sorry. Um, and that's some thunder. Holy shit! If you heard that, <laughs> holy crap! Um, I did. Beat yeah, that was. <laughs> but anyway, segueing to VR from that, um, I showed you guys some videos and I shared some stuff. But I played the kayak VR. Um, Kayak Mirage on Steam VR. Holy fuck, that game! That's probably the most. Yeah, it looks really good. That's. I took pictures or screenshots, and I took it to work, and I took, showed them people at work like side by side with pictures I took while I was actually kayaking, and they couldn't tell. <laughs> it's just like, and they're like, they're really good, but it's probably the most beautiful VR game I've seen, and the most immersive because. The graphics are so good. Like you're going down the river, and it was in Australia is the only uh, level the demo has. But there's like, like not mountains, but like cliffs and stuff, and it it fucking looks fucking real. Like more real than any VR game has ever looked to me. So it looked. It was pretty neat. Videos. How do you get it? Is it using Steam? Yeah, Steam VR. There's a demo right now. uh, And um, there'll be a link in the show notes. But um, there, I think they'll have five uh, different venues or uh, biomes, like Antarctica's one, um, okay. which oh, wow. would be awesome. But yeah, you can go like the daytime, the nighttime, <laughs> all kinds of really cool options. They do have like the casual, what I was doing, just going up and down the river, but they have like time trials and stuff if you want and all that, but. I highly suggest you go check the demo out because damn, it's good. <laughs> it's funny it because, like I said, we I kayak a lot when when the weather allows, and um, I haven't played Phantom Covert Ops, which by End Dreams, the kayaking military shooter, which is amazing. First thing I thought when I got in the kayak this year was like I thought of that game, and it's funny because it's like. When I go kayaking, that's the first thing I think of, and that's like how real it is in my head. Like it's just that good. Um, so I played that a little bit, and then I found the kayak demo, and <laughs> it's awesome. It just sounded like you said before that you hadn't played Covert Ops. I'm like, I thought you played the hell out of it, but uh, I hadn't played it for like a year. Like we're talking since... about this with the. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> They were just talking with the, with the let's talk, talk to us guys about this exact thing last yeah. week. Um, yeah, take your silenced pistol with you. <laughs> and a crossbow or something. Yeah. So that was my segue, but... Um... 
VR. Another cool thing I played, um, Blaze Rush came out on the Quest. Check it out. It's basically um, rock and roll racing from SNES and VR. <laughs> I've showed you. Um, it came out hmm. on PC like years ago, and then they kind of took it off the store at one point. I think they might have put it back now. But, and they're two different versions, so sadly, no cross-play or anything, but it's fun. Like, my favorite mode is, like, because you can play online with people and stuff, and it's a, you know, there's different modes, but my favorite mode, there's a, it's a race, but there's this big, huge machine with, like, a big grinder on it, and, you know, it starts getting faster and faster, and once it kills someone, it resets, and then there's a couple rounds of that, and then you can knock each other off the maps, and it's just fun. The maps are so cool, because you, you can't always see in front of you because you're kind of just in the same spot as the cars go around. So sometimes it gets tricky. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend that. <laughs> None of that makes any sense. Oh, like, that's crazy. So you're in the race cars, like first person racing, or is it like third person? Nope. Or? It's third person, but you're kind of like, you kind of like move around as they go around the map. Not very, like really slowly, but you can't always see like, the way you're facing so it's kind of like challenging because once the first lap you don't really know what's going to happen but after that you kind of got it figured out so it's kind of neat and once that big truck comes up behind everyone starts killing people it gets pretty insane (laughs) we used to play a lot of rock and roll race yeah good stuff (laughs) i think that came out on the switch digital library if you have the online thing I don't. I think Nicole pays for it once in a while. She's doing Animal Crossing stuff with the girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got it on emulators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we ever. tried that in freaking um, uh, that that VR Emu thing VR. we do? Um, <laughs> Emu VR? Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah, we yeah. have, actually. I know we have the, the cartridge. We'll have to try that. <laughs> We've talked about it. maybe there's something wrong with the, the copy I had. I had to have tried. I don't remember the outcome. Another must must try if you have PC VR, Emu VR. I guess you don't even need VR. You can do it flat, but VR is awesome. It's it's <laughs> good that they have the flat screen version, but it's a little cumbersome. I'll be if I'm honest. But uh, just because the way, you know, when you're playing that one in VR, you kind of like, you have to like sit a certain way and get situated. And then when you kind of like activate the TV and you're playing, you're not moving anything else. That's like, you're, you're done until you like disengage from the TV. So doing that flat screen, it's kind of like you're moving the mouse around and then you do that and you're kind of stuck. But when you get down to it, like I had uh got VHS tapes where I pop it in and it plays random uh, um, next generation episodes. You put that on one TV. So if you get yourself situated, you can see both TVs and you like engage with that and you're playing games. Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, it, I haven't tried the flat version that, but that kind of just tells you they're focused on the VR side of it, which is awesome. But hopefully they figure both out and make it yeah. smooth. I'm just glad... Yeah, I'm just glad the flat ones are just, if you're, like, decorating your room because you can put posters everywhere, you don't have to keep putting the headset on. 
make sure you got them in the right spot. It's just like, that's a good point. Quick edit <laughs> thing. But I did, I did try to, to, to play it. I'm like, it's, it's much more natural in VR. If, if somehow they figured if you could have like actual controllers pop in, um, that'd be even weirder. But, uh, <clears throat> Imagine that with like finger tracking. You had just like <laughs> I don't know if that would work as well, but um that's a game where I would buy like the shell of all the old controllers to hold my hand to make sure I was hitting the right buttons or something. Yeah. But um another title we love got an update and I didn't even know about this one, so it was neat to find, but um Elven Assassin, the game that introduced us both to VR, now mm-hmm. has like a couple escort maps where you're, es- you're covering a, a troop of dwarves as they move through a level. Or, yeah, it's really neat. I want to try it. Like, we'll have to get Logger and, and get try that out. That that company yeah. blows my mind because that, that game is so great. I mean, it's been around for a long time, but they're still updating it kind of slowly. I don't think we've ever even tried the new versus maps, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> we haven't, but they don't. Yeah, they don't hard to get, outside their Discord. To get together. Yeah, outside their Discord, though, they don't. They don't say anything. They don't. There's no news, no nothing. It's so so bizarre. <laughs> it's probably just hobbyists, a couple of dudes doing something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I know they're from like Sweden or Norway. I think right. Yep. Yeah, Scandinavian developers. I've messaged them um, a couple of times and they reply cool... kindly and stuff, but um, they don't really give you any information. <laughs> so, sorry again for the delay. I don't know what that is, but oh. we're going to delay from us then. Is that what you're talking about? I think so. Hmm. Well, that's no good. <laughs> Just makes conversations um, hard. <laughs> Yeah, I did see a cool uh, add-on. I want to get back into Skyrim VR sometime if I can make time for it because uh, they added um, what's the big VR like medieval combat games? It's not Blade and Sorcery. It's like is it Blade and Sorcery? Yeah, that's one of them. The probably the biggest one. I think that's the big one. I think that's the one they were mimicking. But now in like Skyrim VR with somebody's mod, you can grab the the, N- the NPCs. You can just like click on them and grab them. And I think it kind of, I don't know if it freezes them up, but ahead and I'm like jamming a knife in his throat. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I might have to go check that out again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they've had a motto that made items grabbable and like you can, it's more VR-ish if that's a term, which works really well. Like I, I added that when it first came out probably a year ago now and it, it's pretty cool. But yeah, they keep doing more stuff with it and that'd be neat to grab characters and do stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> Such a big game. I hope they're, uh, I forget the name of their space game coming out from Bethesda. Like big Starlight? Uh, is it? I can never remember the name. Star something like that. Starflight? But it, <laughs> cautiously optimistic because I'm not Starflight. Cautiously optimistic because I'm still waiting for, you know, Star Citizen. Um, because the last time I played 
that it was the exact same status it was like a year like in 2016 this is like two years ago when i tried it still couldn't buy like a spacesuit. it wouldn't like you pay the money the money goes out doesn't go in the inventory still have my <laughs> old biker suit on like like what if i fly out in space with this on am i gonna die um but anyway uh the bethesda one if they if that works and then they have maybe a vr version of that that's going to be insane yeah because i really like the vr version of elite dangerous but then there wasn't much to do when we tried it in 2017 or whatever and then horizons or whatever launched and now they don't support console anymore like the console version's dead and it's like that doesn't sound like i want to keep buying their updates even on pc like i I love it, but I'm not even sure they're supporting VR with a new content or not. I, I haven't looked into it since that last bit of news. That's right, they're not. So you I was like, hop out of your ship. Last <laughs> thing I read, like a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's like you if you're playing in VR and you hop out of your ship, you just get like the 2D panel. Like if you play a video game, like one time I forgot to uh, put the Quest camera when I built this, and it just pops up and the booth is there. It's like in a little TV screen in your VR view. <laughs> And that's what you get with that. It's like they just unchecked the VR because they didn't feel like fixing it. And that whole launch, like when it first launched, we were kind of excited about it. I was, I was looking into yeah. it and everyone's like, it destroyed everything. I'm like, oh, I'm sure they're slowly getting it back to work. But like, oof. Yeah. I wonder what's happening <laughs> with that. It's like if they had a, a decent cash shop with with cool cosmetics or something, but it's like weird paint jobs. Like I keep getting emails for it. It's just the weird like the ships that I don't want to use. And there's here's a there's a red and orange colored one. Like yuck, no. Um, I don't know how they're making money. Uh, <laughs> they're not spending it very well if they're making a lot. No. Okay. Anyway, Bethesda space game. I hope that's good. What's well, to kind of end and wrap up? Maybe do, should we go over kind of some of our plans for this since we don't really talk about that, or or do you want to just wait and see if it works out? <laughs> I would just wait a little bit. We got some we got some fun stuff planned for the booth, but Wookie's got to learn a little bit more. Hire some people. <laughs> Takes time and effort. <laughs> yes. And like, since the Hobbit whole thing happened, I had a couple of days off after we got back, but I was in such a chill mood. Like I, I used to read the Lord of the Rings books and the Hobbit once a year. I'm probably over 40 read throughs. If you count only reading the Hobbit and then the three books, if I've read them out of order and all that stuff, I'm not counting like 40 straight read throughs. Um, and that's what's taken a few years off. But then I got into the, uh, the audiobook and it was so nice having you know a commute and listen to it and uh, the old one with rob inglis is really good i think you like uh uh the new one with the uh fuck my name's um <laughs> the golem dude reading them you like those yeah um yeah i just started uh two towers uh, two hours into it how is he the songs <laughs> yeah any circus thing he does really well. And if, like, if we're not recording, has... I can say all these names. But... Yeah. 
he has a, a separate voice for I, I don't know how people fucking do this because he's not the first one obviously but a different fucking voice for mm-hmm. every fucking character and maybe they record them separately but it seems like they just switch on the fly and just keep like it's fucking nuts <laughs> I've thought about that too when the Rob English guy reads it. Like, if it was me, I would have, you know, especially if you're, you know, you have a British type or maybe an Australian accent by default. But, you know, he, the old one, he goes through all the different hobbits with, like, you know, the different dialects, a little more cockney, a little more goofy with this one, a little more very rustic with the Sam character. So I'm thinking he's got, like, somebody's artwork, you know, from back in the, because that was done like the 90s. And then, you know, something that reminds him of what voice to use, like a, a big character panel at his desk or something. That way you just look at it and then you switch. Because I think he does it on the fly in the old one because I can catch when he does them out of character. <laughs> like he'll say it, like he'll be saying a line and like he'll say it in the wrong voice because he's getting the conversations mixed up back and forth. And I'm like, oh. amateur hour. Just I don't say that. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> There's even times where like, he says things with the wrong inflection, and I'm like, I should go cut it out where he says it the same word with a different inflection and superimpose <laughs> it on there, but I don't. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool when people put that in there. Um, my favorite narrator for audiobooks is probably that Peter Kenny guy that does the Witcher books. Yeah. Because when I first started reading those, I'm like, this guy's a bit much. But then you get into it, and he does perfect voices. Like, Ladies, the uh, dandelion, uh, Jasper, yep. I guess is his real <laughs> name from the old books, but it's just like, holy crap, this guy's really good. Um, the haughty people, like uh, the tax collector that spawned the whole tax collector thing from the third <laughs> one, I'm sure that's where they got the idea to put that character in there. Yeah, you know, he does perfect. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I've been reading the, or listening to the audiobooks so long, I kind of got away from reading books. Like, I was actually able to finish the Silmarillion via audiobook where I'd always, like, petered out at some point trying to read them <laughs> in person as a kid. And I was, like, sitting there, I was so chill after that Hobbit hole. I'm like, I'm going to read The Hobbit. I sat down and I read it, like, in, almost <laughs> in one study. But I'm trying awesome. to, like, gotta cut down on screen time. Um, at night, you know, and what am I going to do? Read fantasy books. So I'm reading Lord of the Rings from the, the old paperback uh, version that uh, girlfriend got me when we first started going out when the movies were coming out. And then uh, I've got my old hardcovers from back in the day, the uh, big red one and the old old brown ones I got. <laughs> it's been chill. So that's where my time is going. So how do I balance that with working on the booth? I'm like, no, I got to read. <laughs> I got to read. Yeah. All time. <laughs> but now I want to check out the Andy Sturkis version too, because you were talking about the other day. I'm like, I remember like it was on Christmas or something. He just did that on the for the Hobbit on a YouTube video, and I was like watching it live whenever he did that, and I was like, this is pretty good. But yeah. I feel like I'd be cheating on old Rob Inglis or whatever his name is. <laughs> I, I like those too. I think I'll probably alternate every time I listen to him. But um, with the Andy Sturkis ones, like. I think it was during because he did all four books, and I think is mainly towards the end of the Hobbit. I'm like, I really feel like I just want to put on a big fucking pair of headphones, go curl up on the couch under a blanket, and just fucking listen to this. Because I normally just listen to it while I'm driving to work and stuff. But it, it just made me feel mm-hmm. fucking cozy as hell. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Imagine reading that in a hobbit hole. That's what well, I was going to they, ask they if you did that. Or <laughs> I was reading it, and then I was watching clips of the movies. The uh, Wi-Fi wasn't as strong as it should be, but I was I was able to watch some of it. But um, they said they can you can you can have a third person. You book it, might have to use an air mattress because it is like a living room, a bedroom, and a kitchen, and they're very small. <laughs> I was like, how can I get PJ's wife a vacation of her own so we can snag PJ? <laughs> Bring him <laughs> to the hobbit hole. <laughs> yeah. But it would be fun. <laughs> I'd fucking cosplay that whole weekend. But yeah. <laughs> he's got stuff in there. He tried to get us to take photo. The uh, guy that runs it. He's like 70 and he's tinkering around. He's hammering. He's making wood and metal things out there. And he's got like capes and scarves and cloaks and things. And he's like, if you want to take one of those out, go walking with it. <laughs> I'm like, maybe next time. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I got Bilbo's backpack from the movie hanging there. If you want to take it for a walk. <laughs> like, um, awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, another um, trying to bring it back to VR a little bit so no one yells at us. I think a cool experience in VR would be like a Renaissance fair. Um, like just a little experience type thing. We're, we're, we go to like two or three a year in the summer and um the last time we went to the biggest one in our area like it was august but it like we went first thing in the morning we spent the night and stuff and like it was it's weird to say this because it's just like 100 degrees the other day went from 40 to 100 <laughs> um it was really cold that morning and so beth was just like you know if you can see you know audio listeners i'm shaking my VR hands like I'm shaking, freezing. I so, thought you were glitching out for a second. Like, yeah, she's like <laughs> shaking that hard. <laughs> I was. Um, so we bought a three hundred dollar cloak. Like it's a really fucking cool cloak, and this thing, like, <clears throat> we'll have it forever. You can do a lot of things with it, just like kilts and things. So it's really cool. It sounds expensive, but I'm I, I was I thought it was fun, and we had fun with it. And she's been dressing up the last couple of times so i just can't dress up because i get too hot so i'm thinking i could maybe do a kilt type of thing because <laughs> i'd be cooler but that's about as far as i can go with it at those things but that would be a cool experience i think yeah i wonder if you could get take like a 360 degree camera and like walk through there and maybe they would yell at you but uh make your own like a real experience because some of those 360 cameras like in the oculus tv and the dashboard and you'll see some you know cool castles and stuff like that um that's pretty wild just yeah just those and they're stationary but because i remember like ah that was a long time ago we went to one of the renaissance fairs up there in minnesota and there's a war horse where his butt was taller than i am like six <laughs> foot like his butt was like eight feet high like, that's not a Clydesdale, the hell is it? And we just kept calling it a war horse. I'm like, what's the name? Because yeah. the thing was a monster. I, I didn't see the front of it. It's just butt was hanging out of a barn because it didn't fit. I'm like, where, how did you get that here? Like, so many questions. And then they had, like, the four-horned goats and, oh, such cool stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, if I ran one, I'd have a, a camera, a movable camera, 3D camera, and just do each part of it and put it out there and charge two bucks. I don't know. <laughs> well, I forget the name of the knife throwing guys we like. Danger but Committee. They do that crazy wild knife. Danger Committee. If you guys, if, if listeners or viewers or whatever, get a chance to see those guys live, they're throwing knives at each other and catching them while they're on fire. Like, yeah. I'm sure and they're fucking hilarious. But it's like, <laughs> yes, I, I wasn't going to spend any money that last time because I was just like, I, I have a problem with the Renaissance fairs. I, I would be the dude buying a $300 book. I spent $333 at the Hobbit hole buying shit to take home. Um, like Jesus, <laughs> that was a mistake, but it's cool stuff. I have, I have a long, like curious wooden pipe that the guy makes <laughs> 50 bucks. I don't smoke pipes. I'm sitting there puffing on a pipe with nothing in it. Like I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I couldn't buy the thing. I'm like, I'm going to hang that somewhere. Um, but yeah, like I kept going to the ATM and paying the ATM fee. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to tip these guys 20 bucks. I don't remember if you remember that incident. I think I went there yeah. like three, bu- three times and kept giving these guys 20 bucks because they were hilarious. That's their, how they make their living. I'm like, I'm not buying anything. This is my treat <laughs> to myself is, is rewarding these guys because I was laughing and your wife, like uh, uh, an acorn or something, fell out of the tree, hit her right on the head right next to me. <laughs> laughing my ass off and these guys are making jokes i don't remember what i was laughing throws a knife right at the other guy's face and he catches it and it's on fire and i'm like i here's another 20 like what the fuck <laughs> the best time i had oh now those guys they do like committee five shows a day and they're different like and it's not all scripted because if you ever listen to those guys talk between them like he's just fucking quick like he's yeah. funny as shit they do um, non-Renaissance fair shows yeah. in the wintertime in the cities. I got to I gotta get to one of those. But. <laughs> yeah, they're just, yeah, their wit is fast, and they're just making the, playing off the crowd. It is, it is such a good time. Yeah. I wish all the Renaissance fair stuff was like that, because you can go to, I think we went to, was I there that time with the tomato guy, or was that a story you told? You were there. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, they had their blur there so long ago. One of those dudes that insults people or we get the jester. Pete, you're supposed to throw tomatoes at him and some like overweight guy walks by in a red shirt and he was like saying he was a tomato or something. He was like, <laughs> why aren't they all that funny? I can't, I can't do that one justice because I don't remember it very well, obviously. But we sat there. Of, like the poetry readings and they're just like, what is this? Yeah. Last year we went and there were, we sat and watched the tomato throwing because they have like three or four guys that rotate because they'll stand there for like an hour and just fucking like they're they're going horse mm-hmm. that they're screaming at people so much and they're not always PC so that's when I st- when I get into it yeah and Jesus Christ they're funny like that whole <laughs> we sat there for like an hour <laughs> yeah. So yeah, bring that to VR. We need some shit. <laughs> yeah, if, if if they could put a VR camera at like those shows, I would be attending, you know, just to see that shit. Um, throw a tomato at the camera, why not? 
Well, it'd be crazy to watch that or the knives come throwing, come flying at the whoever's got the camera on and shit. Like, that'd be wild. Yeah. Be my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Renaissance fairs. And if you go, try to get into it. Have fun. These people are there all day. Don't be a (laughs) fuddy-duddy. I have a video. One one last thing on that. We go to a smaller one, and... um, we just ended up going in and there's this guy that like does hypnotize. He'll hypnotize the whole crowd and it's, and Beth volunteered and went <laughs> up there and it is literally the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like I'm not exaggerating. Um, she, we've gone, she's done it twice and she actually had this guy like hypnotize her for personal stuff to like help her calm and stuff and kind of did a lot of change in her life. It was, it was crazy. He's starting his own little fairs this year, so see what happens there. But yeah, just freaking funny fair? stuff. Hypnotism fair or Renaissance fair? Renaissance fair that he'll do his. He dresses up and plays a bit part, like a part and stuff. But he's been part of all the other fairs on and off, I guess. So yeah, that's where we met him, and we wow. just yeah. You never know what you find. <laughs> I am sad. I haven't seen the insult guy. I don't know if we if we're in a too far of a PCH for them to have that kind of <laughs> um, interaction. I but no, I, I mean, will grab did, a sword off the wall and defend that guy to death. Yeah, he. I mean, he did compliments too. It's all whoever paid him. He'd he'd tell he'd go that route he wanted him to. So I don't know. But I haven't seen him for a couple of years. I've been sad because <laughs> he was good. <laughs> Anyway, we only meant to do a short well, show. Um, what's that? I said good stuff. <laughs> Sorry about the delay. <laughs> no problem. That's annoying. But anyway, we only meant to do a short show, um, last minute show. So here we are. Um, come back next week. We talk to the vertical shift team. Vertical shift. That's sounds- yeah. <laughs> Be there, bitches. We have that as a tagline. Be there, bitches. <laughs> we we could. <laughs> Good. No, I don't need it. But thanks for listening. <laughs> Grateful you're here, and everybody and everybody. Thanks for hanging cool. out. Catch you later. Wookie and PJ. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>